Go thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. Hey, people. <laughs> I want to welcome you all. Yeah, I do. To today's edition of Bible News Radio. Yeah, it is. Hey, you guys. If we were actually on regular radio, you know, this would be this would be kind of almost like drive time radio. Like, people are getting off work at 4 o'clock and 5 o'clock Eastern time. Getting in their car. Getting ready to get in traffic. Getting ready to get irritated in traffic. <laughs> In fact, hey, I should ask you guys that are live in Periscope, what time is it where you're at? Just go ahead and put your time in there so I know what time it is. Like, you can put p.m., a.m., wherever you are. Anyway, I hope you guys have had a good day. Today we're going to look at some headlines of the day, as well as um, the question. Well, two questions. One question is, do Christians really know what they believe, or are they confused by their beliefs? There's a brand new research uh, out by Lifeway that actually says that they they kind of don't. Yeah, okay, 5 o'clock and 3 o'clock. All right, and then the next question I have is, does Jesus keep your interest? I'm going to explain this that question to you in just a second. Um, are we on Facebook yet? Yes, we appear to be. Okay. So, I'm going to go ahead and say hi to people on Facebook after I go ahead and log over there on Facebook. <laughs> In the meantime, though, you guys can go ahead. You can share it out wherever you're at. All right? Assuming Facebook and Facebook will, like, flip for me. And then I have a special giveaway. It's not really a giveaway. A special offer. I guess that's an offer. Is it an offer you can't refuse? I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> so you guys know I play pickleball, right? Yeah, you do. Of course you do. I bring it up almost every show. Anyway, today I played. I actually played last night too, but not as long as I played today. I have to say, I actually played pretty good for being off for a week. Yep, there we go. Okay, there's somebody. Joey is in Brooklyn, New York. Alright, hey Joey. You know what? I was born in New York. Go Yankees! <laughs> go Mets! Go Giants! Oh wait, that's San Francisco, isn't it? I don't know. Depends <laughs> upon whether you're talking... I was uh, talking about the New York Giants. Yeah, you're talking whether you're talking football, you're talking baseball, baseball. right? Yep. Well, one of the blessings or, of living on or the, movies. in Tennessee <laughs> is that uh, you know one of the one of the one of the blessings of living in Tennessee is that I see a lot of New York Yankees hats out here in Tennessee, and it's really cool because when I lived in California, it would be super rare to see a Yankees hat, but now I almost see them every day wherever I'm at. Just so you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I just said just so you know. Anyway, hey, if you guys don't know who I am, I am your sweet and lovable host, debatable to some, but whatever, they can get over it. Uh, but anyway, I am Stacy Lynn Harp, and I'm the host, and today uh, I have a couple of questions that, um, <laughs> that, so Joey says he's getting ready to leave Brooklyn and move to Colorado. That's probably a good, good thing to do. Colorado's really pretty, actually. But anyway, so what we're going to do today is we're going to look at some headlines and we're going to look at some other stuff. Yeah, we are. I have to give a big, huge shout out to my man, though. Bareface. It's not his real name. But. Yeah, not my real name. Not as yet. As you can see below. <laughs> not yet. Is, is that still in the works to legally change my name? Well, we do have legal shields, so I could probably get that paperwork done. <laughs> I think I would have to have, you know, <laughs> well, some saying it. Maybe. Just maybe. Okay. Maybe. Just maybe. Anyway, I have to give a shout out to Bearface because 
he's so hot. <laughs> and just he, so you know. Yeah, he is. He's so, anyway, he's I love him. What can I say? He makes this show look awesome. Right? Except he doesn't do my hair. That's my fault. No, hair and makeup is not my responsibility. <laughs> Although there are days, you know, there are days that he might go, Oh my gosh, you might need some makeup now. No. Actually went to pickleball today without any makeup on. I oh. do give her hair direction from time to time. Yeah, he does. And I like that you didn't straighten. I the... didn't do anything to this is what no. my hair looks like when I don't do a darn thing to it. True story. The I woman didn't... has beautiful, naturally curly hair and sometimes she straightens it. <laughs> Why? You married the woman. Yeah, I know. Twix. All right. So yeah, so today I went to I I have to <laughs> Breaking news, Randall is hot. That's what Mama Gina says. <laughs> well, the so how so a couple of weeks ago we told you about Norwex, okay? Coach Mo is selling Norwex. These are these cleaning cloths and there's there's these also these um they have like these they're like a washcloth. It's like it's called a bathing cloth. It's basically a washcloth, okay. It's just a fancy name for a washcloth. Anyway, uh, so Coach Mo sent me one of these, and she said, these things for your face, the bathing the cloth, there is a point to this, just so you know. Um, it will take your makeup off, ama- it will take off your makeup, amazingly. And so last night, I actually, I got the, I got it, and all you gotta do is use water, this is the amazing part. So I got, I got some water on it, I should go get it, but I, well, maybe tomorrow. Anyway, I put some water on it, and I, I just washed my face off with it. And that thing, oh my gosh, it took off all my makeup with no problem. Now, I use a certain product here. Is this it? No, this is something. Anyway, I use a, a different product, usually to remove my eye makeup. This cloth did Way more better than that. I am never buying that product ever again. The, the more better, yeah, not just better, but more better. <laughs> yeah, it was more better, super better. Uh, anyway, this thing is amazing. So uh, yeah, so I'm gonna, you know, me and Coach Mo need to do a demonstration just so you guys can see these claws. They're amazing. Norwex stuff is amazing. It really is. I'm never. I, and two women told me, oh yeah, I use this. It takes off my makeup really great. I'm like, oh my gosh, it really did. So anyway, all that to say, this morning when I went to Pickleball, I didn't put on any makeup, including my eye makeup, which, because believe me, if I'm not wearing mascara, my lashes are, are blonde. You can't, yeah, I look totally tired. That's what one of my friends said. She goes, man, you look really tired. <laughs> and I said, no, I'm not tired. I'm not wearing any makeup. I, you know, the eye makeup just came off like that. So anyway. So I think we had a Bitly, didn't we? It was like Bitly Clean Stacy or Stacy Clean or something like that. They are amazing. New, news to me. Do you use this too? Yeah. No. Remember? Yeah. No, I don't. I think it's Bitly Clean. Wait, hold on. Now I gotta. We 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 aired it once. Let's see. Bitly bit dot ly forward slash. It's Clean Stacy, all over cast case. Yeah. Use them to clean glasses. Oh, wow. Oh, you use them too? Yes. Like eyeglasses or, well, anyway, this stuff is awesome. Anyway, you can get, if you go to bit.ly forward slash clean Stacy, all lowercase, and there's no E in my name. You guys see it's right there. There's no E. Um, you guys can order this stuff through Coach Mo's website. Um, and it looks like they have environmental claws. They got, um, other stuff, but, uh, the it's called the body pack if you get that it's great yeah i mean it's they're great i mean they really are they they're infused with like my microbial i'm not saying that right yeah. microbiology colobial hmm, microbial you were yeah maybe that was it <laughs> silver is, is, is this the right uh right url of course you've got to wait 30 seconds before it shows up on your Yeah, end. it's bit.ly forward slash clean Stacy. Yep, that's it right there. Yeah, anyway, if you guys if you guys want to go do that, hey, what will happen if you go ahead and you buy it through that website right there? That goes towards a party for me, and basically I get clean products as, as a result of your purchase. But, um, but honestly, I don't even care about that. I think if you really want something to clean really well, get these, get these things. They're really good. They have a two-year guarantee on them. 
Um, and you don't use any, you, you don't have to use any, like, anything. You keep them in the car in the briefcase. Yeah, see, see, psychologist John in Canada, he uses them. That's very cool. See, isn't it neat when there's other people who have testimonies? So, and yeah, now people are, Diane and Mama Gina are talking how they take care of their face with coconut and baking soda. There you go, people. <laughs> Bible News Radio gives you tips on everything. Yeah, we do. All right. So, um, anyway, so that, that was for free. I should share that. Okay. So the question that came to me this morning, right before, well, actually it was this morning was, and I'm going to tell you the truth. I'll be honest. When I went on my car trip, a, a number of people recommended some phone video games. Okay. Let's just be honest. Okay. Cause I had to do something in the car in order to, you know, not, not be bored to death. Hey, Janie. And that's John's wife. Uh-huh. She's super cool. Anyway, so a couple of people recommended a couple of games to me. And I'm going to tell you what they are. One was um, Toon Blast. And it has this little bear on it. And then the other one, uh, another good friend of mine plays. It's called Fishdom. F-I-S-H-D-O-M. <laughs> And in between both of these games on my phone, I know, this is so mature, isn't it? I'm talking about the little games I played on my phone in the car, so I didn't, you know, go nuts drive traveling for 30 hours. You so, do realize this program is only one hour. That's yeah, I do. Anyway. 60 short minutes, so. Yeah, anyway, so the Fishdom game, I really, really like, okay? And so this morning I woke up and I started playing it instantly before I even got out of bed. I, I'm just telling you the truth, right? Usually people check their email, not me. I decided I was going to go to the Fishdom game because it's really cool. Because I'm really getting into it, right? Got into these levels and everything. And anyway, it was super cool. And then all of a sudden, I had this thought come into my mind. Hey, Norwex is great for the kitchen, especially stainless steel. Yeah, it is. It is. Anyway, so this thought came into my mind, though, when I was looking, I was playing this Fishdom game. And you guys are all, you all know you're going to go download it now because I mentioned it, right? But the question was, uh, the, what was the question? Wait, hold on. I wrote it down. I want to make sure I got it right. Not like you would know if I lied or anything, but the question is, oh, yeah, there it was. Does Jesus keep your interest? Because this game was completely keeping my interest. I was like, oh my gosh, I want to get to the next level. How am I going to be able to get blow this thing up? <laughs> you know, i got to get that thing over there in order to do this. And so anyway, I was just, I was thinking, I, could, I totally know how people are. They get completely brainwashed. And But the question that came to my mind was, does Jesus keep your interest? And I felt like the Lord was saying to me, hey, do I keep your interest this much, Stacy? Stacy Lynn, love God. <laughs> and honestly, I was, I was just like going, oh, Lord, yes, you do. You keep my interest. But, you know, sometimes it's kind of boring reading your word. I mean, seriously, this is, <laughs> I'm just being honest, right? The host of Bible News Radio overheard saying it's boring reading your word, right? Lord, you, you know that I love you. Yeah. Philo say. <laughs> But can I play Fishdom one more time, God? Please, just one more time. And so I was having this argument in my head, you know, and feeling convicted basically about it. So so I just wanted to throw this out there and let you know that um, that that's where your house struggles at the moment. And, and the truth is, as I was thinking about it, um, I was thinking, yes, of course the Lord keeps my interest, but he keeps my interest more when I'm actually paying attention to them. Because, I mean, think about it. You know, I just started doing this 30-day uh, read through the Harmony of the Gospels uh, on the YouVersion app. A couple of you guys are reading through there with me. And I was reading about the incarnation, right? That's a big fancy schmancy word for basically Jesus coming, you know, to earth in human form, right? But he did it through the miracle there were so many miracles that took place there, aside from the fact that, you know, it was a miracle that he was born of a virgin, the Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary, the virgin, and she was pregnant. And then you got Joseph, who, you know, was a godly man, could have set her aside, but he decided not to because he was visited by an angel just like Mary was. And, you know, that whole thing, you know, is just a miraculous story in itself. I mean, it's just, it's just 
crazy, miraculous. And then the other thing is, as as you're reading through the scripture and you're like really pondering and thinking about who this Jesus is, right? You know, that he grew in stature and eventually at 12 years old, he goes in the temple and he ends up teaching the rabbis who are probably way older than he was, you know, and then he goes out, he's tempted by the devil for 40 days and 40 nights and fast and and just a whole bunch of things, right? And then you get to the miracle part where he's, I mean, the other miracle part, because all that's a miracle. But then you get to the miracle part where he starts to feed people, like, and the, the food just multiplies, right? Or, you know, he heals people, and all of a sudden, blind man can see, deaf people can hear, lame people can walk. It's a crazy thing, right? So I was thinking, as a follower of Jesus, does he keep my interest? Yeah, he does. But I, I think that he would keep my interest more if I paid attention more to him. So as we were talking about yesterday, about how the the church today that we live in, you know, the church age, we really are deceived people. We really are beguiled in the sense that, you know, there's witchcraft. And I, and I mean literal witchcraft, as we are here in October, you know, Satan's high, ho- high holiday is about ready to come upon us. You know, and there's also the witchcraft, the massive deception that's within the church. In fact, one thing I'm going to say, and don't be mad at me if you're in this camp, okay? Don't be mad, but I'm going to tell you the truth, and you can hate me if you want, but I don't care. It's all right. I'll love you anyway. Yoga, okay? Yoga is not godly, okay? Yoga is, what is it? It's Hindu, Buddhist, Hindu, Hindu, I think, right? It's, it's Hinduism. It's worship to Hindu gods. And the kundalini spirit that goes up your spine as you are de- dealing with yoga and stuff, that's one of the biggest deceptions in the church, you guys. And yet it's been Christianized. In fact, uh, I think it was uh, Don, Don Perkins. No, Don Stewart. Was it Don Perkins? Donald Perkins. Yes. Per- Perkins. Donald Perkins. Anyway, he, when he was given his message at the Prophecy Watchers, one of the things he showed was these... Um, like covers yoga all over the U.S. Do you know that yoga is like one of the fastest growing religions in America? And it's totally infiltrated the church. And yet the interesting, the interesting thing is, is that we've quote Christianized it. And yet the, the truth is, even though you can put label it Christian doesn't mean it is right. Cause at the core of it, it's actually worship to all these little gods. And you know, when you do these certain tree poses or whatever the stupid things are, you know, that's actually an act of worship to these false gods that are out there, right? And and yet the church has been bewitched in a sense because they've just taken it in. It's all that. Another one, too, is Chrislam, you know, the blending of Christianity and Islam that supposedly, like when Rick Warren decided he was going to go ahead and start putting that out there, like, hey, Chris Lom's super just great. Just like blending water and oil. Yeah, we should just go ahead and blend water and oil, see what the heck happens. I mean, it's ridiculous. Christianity and Islam have nothing in common. They have zero in common. In fact, in fact, from a woman's standpoint, I'll just say this. Look, okay, look. A woman's standpoint... In Christianity, I'm free, right? I have rights as a woman. I'm not in bondage. You know, when I was in Oklahoma, the most troubling thing that I saw, and it still irritates me, is when we were eating dinner this one night, this woman and her husband came into the restaurant, and the woman was in a full-on hijab, full-on. And she, it just, I felt so bad for her. I felt like, oh my gosh, this woman is completely oppressed. I mean, think about it, man. If I, look, if I was Muslim and I had to cover my beautiful hair, are you serious? And you just see through these little things. I mean, that is such bondage. And yet all this stuff that drives me crazy. And, you know, you know, under Sharia law, the Muslim women can have, get the crap beat out of them by their husband. That's because it's fine. It's part of their, you know, whatever. But if my husband hit me, you know what? Jesus would hit him. (laughs) Just saying. Because, because. Because God tells the husband to love the wife as Christ loved the church. Over on Facebook, Joey's saying, preach it, sister. Yeah, so anyway, so, uh, you know, anyway, so that's another deception that's in the church that, that we're talking about. But 
So why do I share all this? Because, you know, when we're talking about does Jesus keep our interest, he should be keeping our interest because he is definitely interesting for sure. Heaven is. So anyway, so yeah. Okay. Anyway, so with that, with that said, I want to share with you this book. Okay. That, and I'm, I got this at the conference. This is called Fearless Prayer right here. It's called Why Do, Why why we don't ask and why we should. And this is by Craig Hazen, who is a PhD and the director of the MA program in Christian apologetics at Biola University. And um, he's he's written a lot of different books, but he's very well respected as a theologian. And we are offering this book uh, because we're trying to recoup our costs for going to this conference uh, for uh, $15. And that, and that includes the shipping. So it's total $15 or more, however much you'd like to give to it. And we'll go ahead. We'll send you a copy of this book. And I will actually throw in with that with this book uh, some of my old um, Active Christian Media wristbands. You know, it's pretty big on there. Uh, you'll get a wristband too if you want. You don't have to get that. I mean, it's super cool if you get one. But but this book here, Fearless Prayer, is um, an interesting read. And um, if you guys want to help support the show and help us make up the $800 we still need to raise, actually, to cover that trip we just got back from, <laughs> then go ahead and go over to our website. Is that on the research resources page? Uh, it is. I was going to bring it up, but okay. uh, I need to clear the cache from my browser. It's not showing the update since it was just updated uh, just before the show. But if you go to the resources page, it's there on the top row. Yeah. Yeah, so if you go to the resources page, there it is. Also, while we're at it, while you're over there at our website, don't forget to download our giveaway Bible study from Ariel Ministries, which is our sponsor. Uh, you can learn about the local church. I think that's like a 43-page PDF. You can just get that right off our website as well. It's free. Uh, Joey's saying Kundalini is in the church. You can see it a mile away when believers shake their head a lot and quiver a lot. I agree with you. I think the whole holy laughter phenomena that took place years ago is a big part of that, actually, to be honest with you. Um, so, okay, so, all right, so that's that. And then the, um, and then don't forget, you guys, also, you can get the DVD series from Ariel Ministries on going to Israel, that whole Israel journey trip thing for $29. The historical geographical study. Yes. If you've, ever, if you, if you've never tour. been to Israel and you want to go, then you know, and you can't can't afford it. Well, for just twenty nine dollars minus twenty percent, you can go and get just sit there. You don't even have to worry about anything. Just watch it on your computer. It's really good stuff. Really, really super good stuff. Yeah. Ariel Ministries. Yeah, more than four hours and on seven discs. So seven discs. Wow. Yeah, yeah seven DVDs. Very cool. Yeah, and then there's some other stuff there, too. So don't forget, whenever you shop at Ariel, A-R-I-E-L dot org, you can go there, save 20% when you use the coupon code Bible News. We are the only place they give a discount. Okay, so just take advantage of it. Tell your friends. Tell your pastor. After all, it is Pastor's Appreciation Month. Hey, that's an idea. Why don't you go ahead and buy your pastor a gift from Ariel Ministries? He'll never know you got a discount, but we will. <coughs> wink, wink. <laughs> Actually, you can get him that, that uh thing that he'd probably really like it if he's never been to Israel. All right, so there's that. All right, so let's get into some news because I, I came up with uh, some interesting news. How many of you have heard of Christian Mingle? I just uh, I just saw this story. I'm trying to get rid of all the... I didn't. I don't think... Did I send this one to you? I no, you did not. Okay, well, I, this one's no big deal. So Christian Mingle is a... Um, website for Christians who want to date, I guess. Uh, according to this article over on Chicago Sun-Times, it says here, uh, Christian Mingle owner to repay $1 million to customers. Why, you may ask? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, it says here, the company that owns Christian Mingle, J-Date, and other online dating sites will pay a $500,000 fine and nearly $1 million in restitution to customers whose subscriptions were automatically renewed or who were denied refunds when requested. The Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office announced Monday that a task force of local prosecutors found that dating sites owned by Spark Networks USA automatically renewed customer payments without their consent. Uh-huh. 
The company didn't immediately respond for a request for comment. Officials say the judgment negotiated with Spark Networks, the firm's sites must now clearly disclose renewal terms and allow users to easily cancel their subscriptions. Members of the Auto Renewal Task Force include district attorneys of San Diego, Santa Clara, and Santa Cruz counties. Uh, so there you go. So I just thought I'd share that. And of course, this would have been a case for Legal Shield if I was a customer. I would have been going, hey, Legal Shield, can you contact these people on my behalf and tell them to stop charging me? Ugh. Anyway, so there's that. All right. Also, I'm going to shut that if it will let me shut. It's not letting me shut. I have the spinning beach ball of death. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I got to wait for it to stop. <laughs> then I can go ahead and get to the other story I want to tell you about. <sighs> one of these days, I'll probably end up getting a new computer. Okay. Because this one is like over six years old that I'm on. My MacBook. All right, hold on. I got to wait. This is me killing time. Uh, okay, hold on. Why don't I just go to the next story? I gotta wait for my computer to let me go to the next story. <laughs> if I if I was talented, I would sing a song in order to kill time. But uh... <laughs> or you could just start talking about the story in general. Well, I can't because I can't read it. Okay. What story? Oh, oops! There we. Oops! Oh, great! I just shut the. I shut. Just shut the story. Ugh. All right. I think my computer's trying to not. I mean, certainly know what story you were headed to yes well okay well yeah but the one i sent to you then i can't find it because now i gotta go back to this one here okay which so, one uh was the this I mean, one the the ford the one on the new york post okay so this one is interesting i thought this was interesting ford ham students fight back against christian groups uh petition to cancel a drag show those pesky Christians, the nerve of them. <laughs> they okay. don't like to have fun. So it says here, Fordham University students have hit back at a Christian group that demanded the cancellation of a drag show at the Catholic school this Friday. The Bronx Jesuit school's office received angry calls and emails last week after an evangelical organization called the Tradition Family Property Student Group uh, posted... Uh, a petition ripping the event at a school auditorium, arguing that a Christian school should not host the showcase on religious grounds. The overtly anti-gay group gathered more than 12,000 signatures and told objectors to personally contact the school's president, the Reverend Joseph McShane. In response, students posted their own online petition last week demanding that administrators hold the event. So, so why why is this making news? Because those Christians are bullies. Yeah, they are. They're horrible, rotten bullies, I say. I mean, to not want a drag show at a Catholic university. I mean, it's, the come nerve. on, the nerve. Those intolerant, hateful, bigot people. Ugh. Okay. Also. Now, if you wanted a, a biblical, you know, passion play. And I don't know, and the Metropolitan Church, or yeah. whatever. Good luck with that. Yeah, and it was, and it was protested. Then, you know. Anyway. Yeah. That could be a double In standard news, somewhere. Another news. Over on the Liberty Council website, Liberty Council is a is a, a organization that defends Christians and people like that. So they actually have an article titled here, Florida Counseling Ban on Trial. Mm-hmm. So as you guys know, if you don't know, in case you're new to the show, I am, I am a actually clinically trained marriage and family therapist. I have a master's degree in clinical psychology, and I practice marriage and family therapy and child therapy and group therapy and individual therapy for quite a long time when I was in California. And I ended up not getting licensed on purpose because of this whole gay issue. Because um, I wasn't going to say gays and lesbians, bisexuals, transgenders, people who question their sexuality, etc. can't change. Because, duh, hello, you can. 
But anyway, so it says here, Liberty Council is, is presenting oral argument tomorrow in federal court against the city of Boca Raton and Palm Beach County for their adoption of city ordinance 5407 and county ordinance 2017-046, which prohibit minors from receiving voluntary counseling from licensed professionals to reduce or eliminate unwanted same-sex attractions, behaviors, or gender confusion. Liberty Council filed suit and represents Dr. Robert Otto, LMFT, that's a licensed marriage family therapist, Dr. Julie Hamilton, who's also an LMFT, and their minor clients. Uh, by the way, I know Julie Hamilton, just so you know. Uh, she's great. She's, uh, she's actually super cool. Anyway, these counselors provide life-saving counsel to minors who desperately desire to conform their attractions, behaviors, and gender confusion to their sincerely held religious beliefs. The sacred trust between counselors and clients establishes a unique relationship that permits the clients to inform the counselors of their goals and receive counseling consistent with those goals. However, Boca Raton and Palm Beach County are invading the private space of counselors and clients, forcing the government into the therapeutic alliance and violating the privacy and fundamental right of counselors and clients. Yep. These ordinances violate the First Amendment by imposing a viewpoint and content-based prohibition on the, of, on the speech of licensed professionals in the city and county who offer change counseling. The ordinances also blatantly violate the minors' rights under the Florida Patients' Bill of Rights and Responsibilities, which permits counselors to offer and clients to receive treatment methods that they believe are in the client's best interest. In Florida, the state legislature has sole authority to enact laws regulating mental health professionals. Local governments, such as cities and counties, cannot enact ordinances and contradict state laws. The Florida legislature has had proposals to ban change counseling introduced, but has failed to pass them, which is a good thing. Uh, Boca Raton and Palm Beach County have no authority to enact these unconstitutional bans, etc., blah, 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 blah. Now, we've talked a lot about this already, but this is, you know, as a therapist, you know, I'm, I'm a therapist disguised as a talk show host. Uh, as a therapist, you know, anybody who wants help should be able to go into a therapist's office and get help. You know, if it's a minor who doesn't want same-sex attraction, he should or she should have a right to go in and say, hey, mom, dad, can I go to therapy? I want to get some help with these unwanted same-sex attractions, you know, and any sane person would say, oh, honey, yeah, let, yeah, let's go get you some help, you know, hello. Yeah, and in the spirit of the DSM-5, <sighs> seems like basically all the diagnoses are, if it's a problem for you, then it's a problem. If you're okay with it, there's no problem. Basically, if it's, it's, it's a disconcerting or, you know, discomforting uh, issue that you're dealing with, then, then it should be treated, but only if, and so, you know, in the spirit of the DSM-5, you know, here are minors that don't want this same-sex attraction. So, I mean, in the spirit of DSM-5, they should be able to receive treatment, you know, self-determination, determination. If that same teen, you know, if that same teen wanted to have surgery to, um, you know, um, remove a, a healthy body part. And I'm sorry, I'm just trying to get this call coming in from Scam Likely. Um, <laughs> it's if, a scam, likely. If, if, I block Scam Likely's number a lot. Yeah. If, <laughs> if a teen wanted to, you know, yeah. to conform to their gender identity you know, have a, a healthy body part uh, removed, you know, irrevocably removed or irreversibly removed, that's where I'm over, irreversibly, then that's all fine and good. But counseling, oh my goodness, counseling. You know, can't have that. They've Even if they want it, they can't choose that because, you know, that would be irreparable damage. Cutting off body parts, that's fine, you know. You know, irre irre irreversible surgeries, teens want to do that, that's all well and good. But shh, to talk to somebody about something unwanted, oh uh, boy, you know, that's dangerous. 
Well, and you know, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a big deception because you, you actually have, you know, the overwhelming majority of people who struggle with same-sex attraction or any type of gender confusion, the overwhelming majority have been sexually abused in some way. I mean, that's just a fact. But if you, if you, if you believe the liberal media and all these liars, and they are liars, let's just say it, uh, who, out, who are out there talking about how horrible therapy is, etc., blah, 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 um, then, then you would think that there's absolutely no way that that could actually happen. It's, it's... And yeah, I also have to say, my nose itches, but I, I also have to say that, you know, all therapy has changed therapy. Every single, anybody that goes to any therapy and actually does anything, it, th they're hoping to change. But the overwhelming majority of people that actually go to therapy don't change. And it doesn't matter what kind of therapy it is. Don't the or won't. No, they don't or they won't. Most of them won't because they don't like... Because change is difficult. Sure. Yeah, I remember talking to a friend of mine years and years ago. She said, man, I know so many people who went to therapy and they never changed. But you're the only one that did. And I did. I actually did because I wanted to change. I thought, you know what? Hey, I don't want to live the life that my mom and dad lived. No way, Jose. I'm out of there. That's stupid. I don't want to go down that route. I saw the destruction. That's it's ridiculous. Um, but I also think I think a big part of it also is because the Lord call, had that call on my life, and he enabled me to do it. All right, mister. How you doing, buddy? All right, Grover's down here by my side, guarding me fiercely. At the risk of sounding like a libertarian... Oh, no. Aren't you a libertarian? You kind no, of not really. Oh. Anyway, I think that, um, you know, in these cases where they mention because of deeply held religious beliefs, I think that does more harm than good, you know, for arguing for that position against, you know, yeah. irreligious, you know, unholy people. I mean, what, what about just the fact, for whatever reason, they don't want it. They're uncomfortable with whatever state they're in. They should be able to get help. If they voluntary help, not forced help, not the the psycho church camps, all equipped with their electric shock therapy and yeah, right, and all these yeah, and all these myths. Yeah, John, Doctor John says many access therapy to be able to claim they tried. Right mm. on, you are exactly right, and you should know of all people. Uh, you, <laughs> uh, I don't, you're a good man, John. What can I say? <laughs> uh, anybody who can be in the, you know, although I, I would say what I was going to say is anybody that can be in the field for any length of time is a good person. Generally speaking, you've seen it all. I'm pretty sure. Um, especially dealing with addicts, you know, addiction, addiction is an issue. It's a huge issue. Um, you know, and, and I would argue and maybe not. Maybe somebody wouldn't agree with me, but I would still argue with it. I would say that that the whole gender identity issue is it's it's a, it's an emotional addiction issue in, in many ways. It's a lot of it's codependency, and there's a lot of uh, attachment issues. Whether or not you have uh, attachment reactive attachment disorder or whatever, you know, there's bonding trauma usually. Although that's not popular to say, it's easier to blame everybody like the church and all that, which we actually have showed is what was in that book after the ball. I mean, they designed it that way. So Benemy's pretty clever. You know, he's pretty clever. So I wanted to get quick to this story. There's this other article, though, on the Religion News Service titled Evangelicals Deeply Confused About Core Christian Beliefs. Now, as, uh, as somebody who is, you know, kind of does this for a living, uh, when I see a, um, a survey put out, I want to, um, you know, tell you what, what the survey says. So John says, I will terminate treatment if people aren't making progress. I won't enable the I tried, I tried stance. Yeah, that's good. And you know what? I was kind of the same way. If I would just flat out tell people, look, you know what? If you're not going to do the work, why are you wasting my time and your time? I would rather have somebody come in who wants to actually work. You know, now I get that some people are mandated and they have no choice because they're mandated. But um, anyway, yeah, my nose is super itching. 
I hate this. I hate my nose. I hate. I hate that my nose itches when I'm on the show. <laughs> All right, let's get to this article here. It says here a major new survey released today reveals that evangelicals are confused about some core doctrines of the Christian faith. League and Year uh, Ministries 2018 State of Theology Survey. Uh, was conducted by LifeWay Research, which interviewed a representative sample of 3,000 Americans. That's a pretty good sample size. The full survey results are available online at thestateoftheology.com. Evangelicals. A majority of evangelicals said, number one, that most people are basically good. Eh. Hello, the Bible says (laughs) there's none good. No, not one. Two, that God accepts the worship of all religions. No, he doesn't. And three, that Jesus was the first and greatest being created by God the Father. However, all these beliefs are contrary to the historic Christian faith. Yes. Yes, Annie, we're back home safe. We got home. Some 52% of evangelicals agreed that everyone sins a little, but most people are good by nature. This contrasts with the Bible's teaching that human nature is fundamentally fundamentally sinful in Romans 3.10. A majority of evangelicals, 51%, agreed that God accepts the worship of all religions, including Christianity, Judaism, and Islam, of course. However, Jesus insisted that access to God is only possible through faith in him in John 14, 6. The proportion of those who agree is an increase from the 2016 survey when 48% of the evangelicals agreed. So, so now you have more evangelicals who are unbiblical in their thinking is what they're saying. Almost all evangelicals, 97%, agreed that there is one true God in three persons, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. But more than three-fourths, 78%, also said that Jesus is the first and greatest being created by God. The idea that Jesus was the first and greatest being created by the Father is contradicted by the Bible in John 1.1 and has been rejected by the church down through the centuries. More positively, 91% of evangelicals affirm that people are justified by faith alone in Jesus Christ alone. Well, that's good. U.S. adults. Overall, U.S. adults appear to have a superficial attachment to a well-known Christian beliefs. For example, a majority agreed that Jesus died on the cross for sin and that he rose from the dead. However, they rejected the Bible's teaching on, number one, the gravity of man's sin, of course, Number two, the importance of the church's gathering together for worship. And number three, the Holy Spirit. Can we stop there just a moment because the dogs interrupted us anyway? Yeah. Okay. So a majority agree that Jesus died on the cross for sin. Think about that. Died on the cross for sin. One of the most, probably, well, certainly among the most ignoble, humiliating deaths of all time. You know, we talk about excruciating pain. That's from the Latin. Excrucis means out of the cross. You know, we said that something's excruciating because we're comparing it to death on a cross. It's, it's pretty serious pain. So, okay, the majority agreed that Jesus died on the cross for sin. That he rose from the dead. However, they reject the Bible's teaching on the gravity of man's sin. Okay, so death on the cross is just kind of disproportional to our sin. You know, the gravity of our sin. Anyway, I just, I just have a hard time matching those two up. Well, it gets better. Or does it? More than two-thirds, 69% of Americans disagreed that the smallest sin deserves eternal damnation. Like, so the question is, who rates the sin? A majority of U.S. adults, 58%, said that worshiping alone or with one's family is a valid replacement for regularly attending church. And a majority of U.S. adults, 59%, say that the Holy Spirit is a force, not a personal being. To which I would go, if this is the case, seriously, what's the deal with these life coach pastors out there? Oh, wait, that's what they are. <laughs> they're, not te- they're not teaching basic stuff. Well, uh, it, it sounds like... Um, sounds like Mormonism in some way. Yeah, ways. Mormonism and Jehovah's Witnessism, whatever. Yeah. yeah. That... 
Other revealing results from a survey covering ethical issues and age variations will be re- released separately at later dates. Chris Larson, president and CEO of Legionnaire Ministries, said, quote, The State of Theology survey highlights the urgent need for courageous ministry that faithfully teaches the historic Christian faith. I.e. biblical. It's never been popular to talk about mankind's sinfulness or the exclusive claims of Jesus Christ. But at a time when a darkened world needs the light of the gospel, it's disheartening to see many within the evangelical church confused about what the Bible teaches. We hope the survey provides local churches with a little more insight into what people in our neighborhoods and in our pews actually believe and then they 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 uh they actually um oh and actually there's more here it says here evangelicals were defined by lifeway research as people who strongly agreed with the following four statements so if you believe this you're probably evangelical the bible is the highest authority for what i believe it is very important for me personally to encourage non-christians to trust jesus christ as their savior and i would add lord just so you know uh, Jesus Christ's death on the cross is the only sacrifice that can remove the penalty of my sin. Uh, yeah. And only those who trust in Jesus Christ alone as their Savior receive God's free gift of eternal salvation. Yep. That's why the world hates us. That's why the world hates Jesus, because he, he had the nerve to say that he is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one can come to the Father except by him or through Amen. him. Ouch. Yeah, I like to point out article that in this time of, of just moral depravity and decay, you know, to be out there with the message of, well, you know, the smallest sins aren't worthy of damnation, and uh, the sin isn't really that bad, you know, it's 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 yeah, it's a bummer, but you know, God accepts worship of any religion, and um, you know, et cetera. <laughs> what are you offering people when people? You know, when people are in a state of darkness, well, I'm a Christian, I can offer you a shade of gray. It's kind of a dark gray, but, you know, it'll help you. It's a little bit lighter shade than your darkness, so, yeah, sad sad times, sad times. Well, you know, it is what it is. Speaking of sin, (laughs) uh, uh, I found this article today on WREG.com, News Channel 3. Uh, I don't know what state this is. Um, but anyway. Memphis. Oh, it's Memphis. here in Tennessee. The Bible mm-hmm. Belt. Mm-hmm. Police say, quote, employees uh, net $10,500 in Pizza Hut theft ring. <laughs> Says here, a pair of co-workers were taken into custody after they were accused of stealing thousands from Pizza Hut in a matter of weeks. Uh, the Pizza Hut Human Resources Division called Memphis Police after they received multiple complaints from cardholders about disputed transactions. Each of the transactions happened while Angela Taylor and Tyrone Baker were on the clock, they said. When confronted, Taylor allegedly confessed to being part of a theft ring operating out of the Southwind Park Cove location. She said someone named D would text her a stolen credit card number, the expiration date and zip code, and she would place an order. To cover their tracks, the suspects would then make a pizza, and Baker would deliver it to a man only known as D. Baker would then be given an enormous tip on the receipt. That same amount was then taken directly from the store's cash register. Uh, Between early September and October 13th, the trio reportedly stole more than $10,500 from Pizza Hut. Dang. Baker and Taylor... I I really want to make a joke about Baker, last name being Baker. I want to, like, make a joke about them baking <laughs> like they baked the books like they were bakers you know but I'm gonna... plumber and electrician <laughs> baker and taylor but, yeah. but i'm gonna withhold the, the or, or well, i didn't but anyway baker and taylor were both charged with theft of property and identity theft yeah they were the third suspect has not been taken into custody 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 anyway we reached out to pizza hut's corporate office to ask how many cardholders were affected and they have not heard back yet but what I will say is that, yet, this is another reason to get identity theft protection. Because, again, you know, you just don't know. In fact, actually, today, this is really interesting. Today over on swagbucks.com, yes, I, I do there, um, they, one of the, question, the, the question of the day, the poll question of the day over on, on Swagbucks is, 
how often do you look at your credit score? And they didn't have an option for daily. I was like, oh my gosh. And so I left a comment. I said, I actually look at my credit score almost every single day because I have it on my ID, ID, ID Shield mobile app. And I've actually seen my credit score go up since I've had ID Shield, interestingly, even though Kohl's denied me, you know, credit because I, I don't make enough money. Can you believe that? They wouldn't even give me like $500 credit line because I'm a risk. But my credit score is really good, so that's that's uh, interesting. All right. And I just got some breaking news here. I should share this with you. Um, I just saw this come in here. And unless you're really well known in the Christian community, you probably won't know who this person is. But this this just came in from Jim Daly over at Focus on the Family. He is the president of Focus on the Family. He writes, Dear friends, I'm writing with mixed emotions today to inform you that our dear colleague and my dear friend, Reverend H.B. London Jr., passed away at the age of 81 after mm. a long and courageous battle with cancer. Our feelings are conflicted because on the one hand, we rejoice that H.B. is now with the Lord and our Lord and Savior, experiencing firsthand the indescribable joy of heaven that he has told so many people about during 60-plus years of impeccable ministry. On the other hand, H.B.'s passing leaves a uniquely shaped hole in our hearts because we have lost a beloved friend and brother. Um, anyway, so if you don't know who he is, uh, he was actually a, um, he's very big in um, in the Church of the Nazarene, and it says here he spent 31 years in the pulpit as a local pastor in the Church of the Nazarene, serving congregations in Oregon and California. In 1991, Dr. James Dobson invited H.B., who is his first cousin, by the way. H.B. London is cousins with Dr. Dobson. To begin a second career and join focus on the family in Colorado Springs to create a to-be-defined outreach to clergy families. Within a few months, H.B. was cultivating an unprecedented role as pastor to pastors, which he has tirelessly filled ever since. He even amidst his recent health struggles. So, And there's a little bit more about that. So that's sad. Um, that's really sad that he has died but to be absent from the body is to be present with the lord as we know as believers so we don't grieve without you know like those with who who don't have hope um but yeah that's that's a that's a pretty big loss in the evangelical world so i don't know how many of you guys know who he is or not but um but i, I definitely knew i know who he is so Anyway, definitely not that I ever got them, but I remember, you know, from Focus on the Family, H.B. London, he had it up there, you know, pastor to pastor, you know, publications and mm -hmm. resources, that kind of thing. So, yes. Now, getting back to the issue of identity theft here, there's one last story I got to share with you. I, I share this story because I just laugh at, the, at who criminals end up being. And this is over on khq.com. And it's titled, Former Washington State Bar Association President Charged with Theft and Identity Theft. Uh, listen to this. Washington State Bar Association President. This is the president of the bar, people. Just two years ago, Robin Haynes was named the youngest Washington State Bar Association President in its history but she had to step down last year after a criminal warrant was filed against her. Now the Spokane County Prosecutor's Office is filing more charges, including identity theft. Newly filed court documents detail an elaborate scheme to allegedly defraud two law firms Haynes worked for and the Washington State Bar Association while she was president. The 40-year-old Haynes is facing multiple counts of second-degree theft and identity theft charges. The documents say Haynes used law firm credit cards without permission to allegedly make political donations, pay for personal travel expenses, and even use the client's account to charge a personal gym, mem gym membership. Well, you know, if she ends up going to the slammer, she could use the jail, there, the gym there. Anyway, according to the documents, Hans also booked a, Haynes also booked a hotel in Seattle 10 months after she was let go from one of the law firms. But it isn't just goods or services she's accused of stealing. Investigators claim she swindled nearly $11,000 over a two-year period between... October 2013 and December 2015, and the law firm Witherspoon Kelly took roughly $4,000 from the McNeese Wheeler law firm between April 2016 and December 2016. Between April 2014 and September 2016, 
2016, she allegedly took more than $1,500 from the Washington State Bar Association. The law firm McNeese Wheeler declined to comment. Haynes is expected to make a first appearance on October 29th, 2018. And uh, Haynes's attorney, Kevin Curtis, provided this statement. We are extremely disappointed that after 20 months, the prosecutor has now decided to file charges. We have not received any investigative reports and will not be making any further statements until we have had the opportunity to thoroughly review and investigate the charges, including the issues surrounding the delay. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you would think that somebody who was in that position would be smart enough not to do that. You well, would just think. Well, she was young, so maybe when she heard about attorney-client privilege in law school, she thought that included using their credit card to pay for your own gym membership. Your clients, you know, credit cards for your own personal expenses. You know, it's attorney-client privilege. Yeah. Um, it's well, pretty funny. We're really disappointed that they waited twenty, you know, twenty months to file these charges. I mean, shouldn't shouldn't they just go away by now? She's gotten away clean for twenty months. Now they're pressing charges, and we don't have anything to say until we see what those charges are. Because you know, they, you know, yeah, Mama Gina's we're not going to respond to anything, and we're going to confess anything until we know what we're so, defending against. Yeah, Gina said she didn't do as good as the pizza people. They got ten thousand dollars pretty quick. For sure, yeah, yeah in I a know. matter I mean, of weeks. It, you know, I mean, so who's smarter? Who's dumber? Dumber, dumb, 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 dumb. Anyway. So I just bring this to your attention because, of course, if you don't have your identity theft protection yet, you get it. Actually, here's the deal. I'm trying to win a trip for me and Bearface to Cabo San Lucas. Let's just be honest. <laughs> if you don't have your identity theft protection yet, get it. Actually, sign up this month because I'm, I'm, I'm like one sale away. Actually, technically, I'm two sales away from getting my bonus this month. Can you help me get my bonus, please? By signing up this month. <laughs> and that will actually put me towards the trip, too, to Cabo San Lucas. Hopefully we could win that, but that would be super cool if I could take Bareface on a vacation for, for our 27th wedding anniversary. That would be nice. Um, uh, so, yeah, if you're interested, just sign up with me. Just contact me. Just say, hey, yeah, I'm ready to do it. It's only 10 bucks a month for an individual. And it's worth having for sure. In fact, somebody over on Bullhorn, I just saw this co comment a couple of days ago, uh, actually this morning, somebody on Bullhorn actually said that um, they were listening to our show and they were talking about how I, how great ID Shield and Legal Shield is. And I don't know this person, by the way. That's why I was kind of, I, I, I love the comment. Um, and they were saying they've had it for years and that ID Shield is one of the only ones that actually really does take care of the problems. A lot of these other places don't. And actually, with ID Shield, you have Kroll, you the private investigator. They we have a five million dollar guarantee, which is, you know, which is way more than LifeLock, which only has a million. Um, and they recommend freezing your credit, and we don't. Just so you know, true story. So anyway, there you have it. Okay, I think tomorrow, tomorrow. Do you think we'll have one of our interviews ready tomorrow? Bareface. Um. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. It's It's quite possible okay good because we went and we did all these things here uh did bullhorn ever get to canada as far as i know no uh but they're no longer sponsoring our show just so you know but i'm still over there i'm still putting my stuff up there um they they are still really they're in development they really need to develop more um what they're doing they're not um yeah that's all that's all i can say i mean you can look at the app well you can't because you're in you're in canada mm. But, um, yeah. But anyway, there, there are still people using the app, so. And I'm still putting our show over there. I'm still taking the time to do that, so. Uh, yeah. There you Okay, so tomorrow we will have an interview uh, from the Prophecy Conference. And I'd like to do the one with Jan Markell tomorrow, if possible. Okay. I think she was one of the first people I interviewed. Um, and if you don't know who that is, she's the founder of Olive Tree Ministries out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. And, uh, and it was a very special interview for me to do because Jan is probably the number one well-known female talk show host uh, who addresses issues like I do. Um, and she's got to be in her 70s, easy. Uh, and then I actually also got to interview Dr. David Reagan, too, who is with Lamb and Lion Ministries, and he's 80 
years old. So these are some of the, quote, old guard, pun intended. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm 50. Somebody told me I'm over the hill. So if I'm over the hill, then these guys are super over the hill. Uh, anyway, uh, but seriously, they, they are some of the older saints who've gone before me. And, you know, and, and anyway, we, we talked a lot about, about dealing with um, young, the younger generation. But anyway, we'll see what we can do tomorrow. Don't forget, though, if you want to get the book Fearless Prayer to help us with our trip and to pay off some stuff, uh, $15 for this. You can get it on our website. And then we do have another one, but it's not up there yet, so I'll just mention that later. So, remember, people, be bold. <laughs> yeah, be bold, people. Stand up and go with God, because he loves you. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I hope you guys have a good rest of your night.